Good morning and welcome back to class. Wow, it's been a good time and I'm so excited to be doing this again with you. How are you doing? I hope you are having a good time. Since we started this program almost three weeks or four weeks ago, God has been dealing with me in such an unusual way and I hope you're having such experience in your life too. You know, God uh, is our father and he knows how to tend his own daughters. I don't want you to lose the consciousness that you are alone with God. <laughs> you are alone with God and different dimension of God will be unveiled to you as you journey with God. As you journey with God, you are going to wade through the waters, you are going to see, you are going to hear, your heart will be pumping with life you're going to you know you're going to have dimension and different encounter that's my prayer for you that's my expectation that's my whole reality and i believe that's your reality as well welcome to class can we take a moment to pray before we go into the teaching for today father we thank you thank you so much for what you're doing for alpha you brought us for this, this, this package, this program, for your daughters, for light that is about to shine forth, for heart of meekness you've given to us, for holding our hands and taking us through. Lord, we are super, super grateful. And today we say thank you, Father. Thank you. You're the one that located us. You're the one that is keeping us. You're the one that's sustaining us. You're the one that's held our hands that's why we are still alive today thank you for taking us through this journey and thank you for module three thank you for light we receive with meekness your word in jesus mighty name we pray i pray that lord you open up the heart of everyone that is hearing listening i will soon listen later and let there be light let there be light let there be a now word for them. Let there be a now word for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. I begin to sense that um, there will be a dimension of God we are going to enter into in this module. <laughs> so, as much as I will want and I will try to work with the presentation with my slide, I will still allow the Holy Spirit to carry me. So, and I want you to listen and hear God. And yes, please listen and hear God. There is something God is about to do with us in module three this week, especially this week. And I just submit to the will of God. I submit totally to his power. I submit to his leading as you take us through module three. Module three is submission. <laughs> module three is submission and... <laughs> It's a whole lot. Mm. It's a whole lot. I want to just sit tight and listen to what God has to say to us today. So let's go. Submission. <laughs> I'm already laughing and thinking, wow. I want to let you know that this is the bedrock of our Christian journey, of our work with God, of our faith work, of our journey in God. This is a bedrock you don't if you don't even pass through or you don't break this down you don't surmount it you can't go far with god yeah you can't 
this is a test that every believer that wants to go deeper must pass. You don't pass this test, you go back to class. Submission, ah, it, it is that that separates men from boys. <laughs> in the journey of faith, in our faith work, submission, mm, is that which separates boys from men. It will get to a point in your life that if you want to go further, you must sit down and write this test. Uh, in fact, I want to believe that is a doorway to spiritual maturity. Yes, when you get to a point where you want to like, okay, okay no, now nah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I want to go to high school. I want to go to college. <laughs> this is that jam you must write. <laughs> and you must pass it. Until you pass it, you can't ascend. Ah, you cannot. It's, it's a law, a spiritual law. Christ had to pass it. This test, ah, he had to pass it. He passed it. In fact, I want to say that I believe it's a defining moment in our Christian work, our faith work. That if you want to go further, beyond the ordinary, you want to do something extraordinary, you must pass the test called submission. You must pass this test called submission. And if you keep failing, you keep taunting your goals, stalling your goals. And until you pass it, you cannot ascend. I think it's a very, very important point to note before we go further. Praise God. So welcome back to class. And I believe that God has been taking you through a journey. And today we are on this path. And we are on the path we called submission. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Luke chapter 22 verse 44 is our first scripture and our scriptural reference for this module upon which we'll be layering a lot of teaching, a lot of sharing, and a lot of revelation. So the first scripture says, saying, if thou be willing, <laughs> remove this cup from me, nevertheless, nevertheless, you can see it is is already colored, highlighted. Mm. <laughs> Nevertheless, not my will. It is not my will, but yours be done. The journey to submission starts first by a art of willingness. <laughs> God says, I will not strive with man. God is not going to strive with you. You must come to a point of it is not what I desire, <laughs> it's not how I want it, it's not my will. Because you know, God will give us, God always gives us our willpower. He says, I said before you today, life and death. But he will advise us, say, choose life. I'm not going to force you. <laughs> say, I will not strive with man, I will not always continue to strive with man. I even the scripture say, What to him that striveth with his maker? So God will not force us to do anything. Uh, it doesn't force us. <laughs> it does not. But if you want to go far with him, you will get to a point whereby you have to choose. He will say before you, himself and every other thing. He <laughs> will say, and it's not about salvation now. Because it's not about salvation. It's not about choosing God. When you say, I choose, I yield to God, I'll follow you. You're just opening the door. Right? 
you, you are just in, starting the, the journey. In fact, you're just buying your tickets. You have not actually boarded. <laughs> when you board, then you begin to cruise. Aha, that's what we're talking about. That's really what you're talking about. It is recognizing and deciding to obey God, to bury your will, to bury yourself, to say, I die, I am dead. So to say no to everything you think you know and you own, God will collect everything from you. Mm. God will take everything from you. If you want to go further, further we go, deeper we go, it will get to a point where he would strip you, strip you, strip you of everything and he will leave you with himself. <laughs> because if you are not empty, you can't carry God. To a larger extent, if you are not empty, you cannot go, you can't do business with God. So, he, but he will not force you to do it. He will come to let you know that this is the next <laughs> dimension. And for you to enter into the next, this is the price to pay. Are you willing? Can we go? Hmm. He said, if thou be willing, he recognizes that God can do all things. But in this situation, God is not going to do what he doesn't want to do. <laughs> he said, if thou be willing. And that's the point we all get to. God now, if you are God, see, do not try to blackmail God. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. When we get to the next model, pruning, you understand what sometimes that what we need to pass through. He said, when you pass through the waters, he said, if. He said, in this world, there will be tribulation. When Jesus said, in this world, there will be tribulation. It, there will be tribulation. He said, but be of good cheers, I will overcome the world. He said, he say, if you pass through, he said, when you pass through, when you pass through the fire, it will not consume you, but you will pass through it. He didn't say in this world there will be merriment. No, there will be tribulation. <laughs> I don't want to jump the gun. That's 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 the next model. Prune. But he said, nevertheless, not my will. Not my will. So the journey to submission starts with a willingness to obey God. You must be willing to obey God. You must be willing to obey God. You know, obedience is not easy. It comes from the heart. If you are not even willing, you will struggle. Why we struggle a lot in our faith work is because our heart is not ready. We are not ready. Inside, inside, our mouth is speaking. But yet our heart is not. We are not prepared. Our heart is not saying yes, but our, our mouth is saying yes. And it's not by what you say. It's by what you believe in. It's by your conviction. So the journey to submission starts with your willingness to say yes to God and say no to the world. And it will cost you a lot. So Jesus had to choose. Because at this point, he was faced with the test of submission. <laughs> because do you know something? Jesus could choose not to die. Nothing will happen. It's just that he will not die physically because he's God. The body will just not perish. It can change plan. <laughs> but it, it, it got to a point where he had to decide, even though it will cost him, 
yet he decided to align with God. Brethren, decide to align with God. Submission is aligning with God. Submission is the paripasu, agreement with God. That what you ask of me, I will do it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you must align. You must realign if you want to go further. God will not meet you, always come and meet you where you are. He will, can meet you where you are, but he will take you where, to where he is. Do you get that? It will start by meeting you where you are, but you must upgrade. You must, if you want to go for that, you must now meet God where he is. And that's where the problem is. Because no flesh can see God. That's where he will take everything that looks like self out of your life, out of my life, until we become like him. Hallelujah. So what is submission? Submission is finding the will of God for your life. What is God asking of you? <laughs> what is God asking from you? What are the instructions he's giving to you? What is he laying on you as a demand? Find the will of God. The will of God, in the will of God, lies the purpose of God for your life. The will of God is what God wants for you. Brethren, there is a general will of God. It's in the scripture. But there is something that God wants from me and from you and of you. He will lay demands. His demand on me may not be the same demand on you because our purpose in life is different. But he is working towards a certain picture because that is where your assignment is. And if you do not measure up to that posture, that position, you cannot fulfill purpose. Can I come again? Purpose is not fulfilled without discovering and knowing the position and also align with the posture Then you can fulfill purpose. Yes. So you must first know where you are, where you want it to be and you submit and you carry that posture. Then you can begin to fulfill purpose. So find out the will of God. Deny yourself. <laughs> and this is where it's not going to be pleasant. To the flesh, it's not. Ah, it's not. Deny yourself. Deny and agree with God. And that's why I said align with God. It must be three. Can two work together? Can two continue on a journey without being together? So to be together with God means that you will leave the H realm, the flesh realm. You will cruise at the spiritual realm at an higher frequency if you want to work with God. <laughs> if you want to work with God, you will live to cleave. You will live to cleave. You will leave the heart realm, the flesh realm. And that's where people fall because as they want to ascend, the things that they have not put off will be bringing them down. Have you observed that sometimes we give our life 10 times? Sometimes we are sure we go well, sometimes we are not serious. Say, God, help me. I want to be serious this time. It's because the weight you on you cannot allow you to ascend. That's why you have to put it off. Lay it down. So that it can be light. So that it can be able to align with God. And that's, the, that's very important. Say, lay it down. <laughs> lay it down. Put it down. Put it down. For there is a race that is set before you. You cannot run with weights. No. Say, laying aside every weight. 
because of the race. <laughs> if there is a race before you, you won't be carrying Ghana must go. Loads and loads of packages. You will not. You will travel light. Because where you're going is very far. Beloved, you must travel light. And that's why you have to lay it down. And the things you will lay down, the things that you love the most. Hey, Kabayalash. The things you love the most, those are the things that God will ask of you. <laughs> so he that does not actually lay down his life, you will also deny yourself of life in itself. I'm not saying you will die physically, but you will die to flesh. To be able to submit, to be able to go far with God. That's submission. Say, so what is submission? It's to lay something down for God. Christ laid down his life. <laughs> Even though he was God, it did not think it robbery to to be as God, but he was obedient even to the death on the cross. He was obedient to death. He was obedient to the point of dying on the cross because that was a purpose. And if he did not agree with God, God will force it on him. Submission is laying down to cooperate with God, to drop it. Something you are carrying, loved, you must drop it. You must also to refuse to own it. Ha. Refuse to own life because everything we have has been given to us by God. And some things he will try and test you with. He will give it to you and he will ask for it from you. He will demand it from you. Will you be able to lay it down? Will you? <laughs> your time, your resource, your life, your willpower. Will you, God is asking, give it to me. Are you ready to give it to God? Say, hey, but I would not feel a monk. I would be, I would be so churchy. People will. <laughs> Just say, if you deny me or not, when I get to heaven, I'll do as if I don't know you. <laughs> That's the truth. If you get convinced and you get to a place of conviction, you will not consider and reconsider how you will feel a monk. Uh, you know, people will say, my own is too much. Your own will be too much now. It was much. That's why Christ died for you. You will not be ashamed of this gospel. You will not be ashamed to be called his own. You will be proud to say, I am a believer. Because that's the best thing that can happen to a man on earth. <laughs> that's the best thing. Refuse to own your life. Refuse to own your things. Be ready to say whatever you want from me. Lord, I am giving to you. Whatever it takes to give, mm, take it. Is it going to be simple and easy like that? No, now. No, and that's why we are here. You must say yes to God. And when you say yes to God, it's total. Submission is saying yes. Submission is putting it down. Submission is saying yes. You must be able to say yes before you put it down. And you must continue to say yes to God and his assignments. That's submission. The higher you go, the tighter. I put the word. It's very, God will be very stringent with you the more he is working with you. Because the more he works with you, the more he takes off flesh. He will be tearing it like he's tearing it. Like he's, he's tearing it. He's just taking it off you. Until you become as he. Because your becoming precipitates your being. If you do not become, you can't do. 
You must become. You must be before you do. So you must keep saying yes. Yesterday's God, yesterday's requirements of you is gone. You want to cruise in another frequency. It will ask you something that is different from what you asked him yesterday. <laughs> it will come again and again. Let's move fast because I may not co cover, but I will just stay where God wants me to focus. Can I say this before I go for that? Because I want to cover before we take our break, prayer break. Is the more you go with God, the, the tighter the things, the stringent it becomes with you. So when you get to a point and God is asking, demanding so much, I say, God, now, see now, for other people, you left them. Why is my own case different? Know that God, God is working on you and he loves you. And he has an assignment for you. And he's working on you. That's the truth. Stop complaining. <laughs> because it's an answer to prayer. You say you want to know God the more. The more I know you, the more I want to know. The more you want to know, the more he's tearing you. The more he's tearing off your skin. At the time I was in church, I was praying, I was so big, I was praying. I physically felt like my flesh was being torn apart, physically. And the pain and the agony was much. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. But I felt like really I felt it on my body. I felt it physically like they are tearing out my flesh. Like someone is pulling out my flesh. Ah, uh, you get to that point, you will break down. It will strengthen you. You will go further. You will break down. It will strengthen you. Go further. Say no, we are still going. Say Lord, I'm tired. Say no, you are not tired. I know the stuff I made you. I've made you're made of, because we are made of different stuff. <laughs> you know, in the in 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 the house of a great man, there are very various vessels. Mm. Some of us are made of iron. <laughs> Some wood. <laughs> So you know, so he knows the stuff he has made you of, you made up of. So when he says you are not, he's not done with you. You can't do it. He can't really do it. So let's go for that. Step to submission. You start with prayer. You can't submit without praying. Jesus himself prayed. The Bible says he prayed and his sweat were like blood drops. <laughs> if you are not praying, you won't be able to submit. It is in the place of prayer you receive the grace to submit to God. Okay? It is in the place of prayer you receive the grace to submit to God. So if you are not praying, submission will be too difficult. In fact, you will say, no, it can't be done. It will be like an uphill tax that nobody can actually surmount. But no, it's achievable. It's doable. So give yourself first to prayer. Those are the step, step one to submission. You must pray. You must pray. Jesus prayed and angels came to fortify him because of the work ahead, because of the demand of this life. He looked as if he couldn't do it. Like, God, can we bargain? It's as if I want to change my mind. This, I look at the cross and I, he knew the death he must glorify God with. So he was like, ah, can, can I do it? Anytime you find it difficult for me to go, go to prayer. Go to the place of prayer. Pray the more. Pray in the spirit. Pray earnestly. The grace will come. Because by ourselves, we can do nothing. By ourselves, we can submit to God. Knowledge. The second thing is knowledge. And knowledge of what? Knowledge of what God is asking from you. Don't assume God is asking A. When he's actually saying, give me B. <laughs> it's very important. Know what God is requesting of you. For every season of your life. <laughs> 
There are seasons in the man's life. Oh, there are a lot of seasons. Spiritual calendar. You cannot override it. In this season, what is God asking of you? You must know. And that's why you have to study the Bible. You must be close to your Bible. It will not only speak in dreams. Dream is another level of seeing or hearing. In fact, the highest level of very, oh, uh, yeah, highest or one of the highest. Let me say, well, the one that has a less error is the scripture. It will speak to you to the scripture. For me, it has been the scripture and it's still the scripture because every other quarter can be manipulated. Look at the word of God, <clears throat> sit down with the word of God. And its next step is willingness. Talk about it. When you find out what God wants you to do, then you must be willing to do it. You must be ready to do it. Say, Lord, help my unbelief. <laughs> Father, help me. And you must cooperate with God. Let's move fast a bit. You must cooperate with God. You must cooperate with God. You must die to self. <laughs> there is a power to lay it down. It's your willpower. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. There's some things in my life I didn't believe I can stop doing. Oh, but God placed a demand on it. And it was a struggle at first. But now, I don't do it and I'm fine. And I don't know how I was able to be fine without doing it. Because that space must be empty so that God can fill it with himself. That addiction, mm, sometimes it's addiction. That things you can't, that, those things you can't do without. That thing that you hold there, God will collect it. And when the vacuum is there, it will come and fill that vacuum with itself. So you will not even feel it afterwards. You will not feel it afterwards. Because he has filled, he has filled the, the vacuum with himself. And I think I want to repeat that. I think it's somebody's word. The things you have taken as the small gods in your life. <laughs> and then we have God. Then we have the gods. You must dethrone these gods. You must empty your house with your heart, your soul, your spirit. You must empty it. You must take the gods out. You must dethrone them. You must pack them. Sweep your house clean. And those gods may not mean uh, you're, you're walking in sin. But anything that you love above God is a God. It's a small God. Anything that, you, that is above God in your life, that takes you, your poverty, your time, your focus, and you cannot do without, aside this, my own father, God, uh, it has become a small God. And God is saying, drop them. Leave them. Pack them out. Let me come and fill those empty spaces with myself. I will not contend with any other thing in your life. I will be the Lord of all. If I am not Lord over all, then I am not God at all. Hey, you hear that? If I am not Lord over all, Lord is I am the one that is controlling everything. Then I will not be the God in your life. So I'm not saying you will not work. Why won't you work? You will work. I'm not saying you will not have things. You will have things, but they won't have you. They won't own you. You'll be able to lay it down. Because they are not God in your life. There are things you can do without. God will first take everything away from you. 
before he gives them back to you. It's just a law of the spirit. At that point, it will be as if you are running into a panic attack. But be still and know that it's your God. So you must die to flesh and die to every other thing that is not God in your life. Are we together now? Galatians 2 verse 20. Very, very instructive for us. Ah, we have to move and pray. We have to move and pray. But as I said, we may not actually cover the slide, but you have the slide. You can go back and sit down with it and study further. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. Ah, hmm. I have been crucified with Christ. I am not alive. <laughs> I do, do not exist. I do not exist. I do no longer live. But Christ lives in me. Christ lives in me. The life that I now live. Oh, I like the scripture. The life I now live in this body. The life I now live in. Because you say, I am dead. Then somebody is asking, why are you still alive? That, let me explain why I'm still alive. That you can still see me. It is not me that is living, no. It's not me. I'm not the one living. But now that you can see me in the blood, in the blood and in the flesh, let me tell you what is happening. The life I now live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. So I live by the word. I live by every word that proceeds. Whatever God tells me to do, that is what I'm doing. I don't live by my own self. Consciousness, willpower, or discretion. That's what the word is saying. That now that I am living, I'm living because he's the one that is fueling my life. I'm living because I am plugged in to the source of power. The moment I disconnect, I'm dead. He's the one that is empowering me, not only giving me life to live, but I'm living at his dictates. I don't have a will. I don't have it. I don't have a choice. Like I choose, I choose. You do, the only thing you can choose is life. After life, he chooses every other thing for you. <laughs> After you choose life, that's the beginning of life. After you've chosen life, then every other thing is chosen by God for you. But we have believers that decide what they want to do themselves. Say God has given you brain. That's your brain that say God has given you. You can use it. You will still use it. Eh? Submitting to God is the one that will empower your brain. It will breathe upon you. Because there is a spirit in man. The breath of the Almighty gives understanding. It's still the breath of the Almighty empowering you. You can only prosper where God has planted you. You can only do well as much as He wants you to do when you work in line with Him. So if you see believers doing well, say they are using their brain, they have submitted the brain to God and God is the one using their brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's the truth. They are doing things you see them doing, but behind them, it is God that's asking them to do. God empowering them. It's God's choice for their life that you see. You don't know the battle. You don't know what led to that point. You don't know the death. They have, they have died though. Because it is when you die that it can be glorified in you. Because when Jesus laid it down, 
that God glorified him and gave him a name that is above all names. I didn't know it's after death that you can be glorified. Don't ask for glory when you are when you are not ready to die. Die to flesh, die to self. It does not be glory. God, Jesus is in, his, is in his glorified state now because he died on the cross. If he didn't die, he didn't lay down his life, he won't be in his glorified state. You want to say glory? Ah, it's okay, it's fine. Your request is fine, but you must pass through the test. Oh, you must pass through the route. You must, it's a process. First of all, Jesus did not just fall upon the earth and go and go to the cross second day. He, God is a procedural God. It will take you line upon line, precept upon precept, a little here, a little there. That is it. You can't wake up today and be gone tomorrow. Jesus even submitted himself to learning, to baptism by John. He, he was a, he's a procedural God. Uh, that's why it didn't create the whole world in one day. Day one, day two, day three. That's God. Hallelujah. Let this scripture please minister to you because of time. I want us to take a prayer quick. But let this scripture minister to you. And if you are here on this program, be here. Totally submitted. <laughs> take your modus. Take your teaching. Don't say it's lengthy. Sit down. I discovered my husband some days ago. I said, Kenneth Higgins, Higgins, when he was alive, God bless his memory. His meetings were five, six hours meeting. That's, yeah, that was his time. Oh, this time I cannot do like that. That's why we are not seeing the power they saw. Because we can't submit. Mary sat down, listening, taking notes. Eh? Eh. God is not... Eh, Two minutes no do's. If you want to know God, knowing God will take time. Take time to know God. It takes time to know God. So it's meetings were long meetings. All these 15, 20 minutes meeting. I, I, I really don't know. <laughs> so you must love to listen to the word of God. You must love to study the word of God. Okay? Let's move very fast. I want us to take a prayer break and Wow, okay, fine. I will just do what the Holy Spirit is helping me to do. I want us to look at the case study, but I may not be able to sit down here. Maybe I will for two, three minutes. But I'll see what I can do, which is the case study of Peter's boat. Hmm. I love this scripture so much. Luke chapter 5, 1 to 6. But you can take your time and listen because I can preach on this. I can really preach on this. And I want to say one or two things that God is placing upon my heart at this point. And I believe it's a word for someone. The boat is bitter. It's for bitter. But you see, whatever God wants in your life, until you give it to him, it won't work. Hey, let me come back again. <laughs> whatever God is laying demand on, until you yield in that area and submit it to God, there will be a lot of toiling. It's not a cause. Some people are not on that cause. And the devil is not after them. It is God doing them. It is God doing them. Can God do like that? He can. Look at Job. God did not ask Job. Inform Job, do you know we are bet on you? Uh, we are bet on your case. These are the things that will happen to you. He didn't know. <laughs> he did not know. But yet those things happen because God allowed it to happen. 
We'll talk about pruning next week. There's some things that God will allow to happen to you so that he can prune you with it. So if that boat, God wants, Jesus wants to use it and you don't submit, you will still not get, get a, what, 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 multitude of fish. You will not catch it. You will still be toiling. Provincial, you are in this course or this module or on this program. And there's some areas that are not working. Ask God. Maybe God is asking you to lay something that you're not laying it down. Until you lay down, that, those areas of your life may not actually, it will not, it won't come together. It won't come together. It will not come together. So Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 6 said, I don't want to go into because of time, but you can read it. They have been toiling, toiling, <laughs> nothing to show all through the night. And they were done and they were washing their nets. Say, okay, we have done. Don't say it's over when God said, I'm just starting with you. Wow. That's a word for someone. Someone is saying, God, let me just give it over. God said, I'm just starting with you. Don't conclude yet. Because your timing is not God's timing. And his timing is not your timing. And until you work with the heaven's calendar, you may think you are delayed, but you're not. Yes. You may think you're, you're being delayed. And God said, no, in my calendar, you are just on time. <laughs> his thought is not your thoughts. But one thing I know is that he will give you an expected end. When and how it will come, it's not your business to know. Just cooperate with God. I think that's good. Because it's somebody's word. Don't use another, don't use earthly calendar to calculate your age. Yes. Just work with God. It looked as if Joseph was out of course. But it was in the will of God for him. His life. How can you explain it? Eh? From Potiphar's house to where? To the prison. Why? <laughs> Why? And the Bible says everywhere he was, even in the prison, God's presence was still with him. If God is with you and you know he's talking of his presence with you, forget whatever you're seeing. His presence is a signature that you are the right place. His presence is that signature that you are the right place. And I think it's time to pray. I may not be able to go through the scripture again. But there's something I want you to know that until he engages your boat, toiling can, can continue. And until you yield that boat to God, for his use, you will not be able to catch any fish. After Peter was able to yield and say, you can have it. When Jesus was done with the boat, he didn't leave you. God will not leave you empty. He didn't call us to come and, you know, he said, I did not call the heart of Jacob to seek me in vain. You're working with God. Ah, ah. Don't worry. He will glorify himself in your life. He will. There's nothing you leave before you leave for the father that you do not that you do not accrue at the end of the day. There's no one that leave the father and the mother for me. And in this world, he is not crowned. And even the world after is not crowned. Everything that you yield and you leave for God, God will bring them back. Yes. At the end of the day, Jesus on the cross said, Son, look at your mother. Mother, look at he gave. He gave the mother another son to take care of her. So Mary lost Jesus on the cross. But he obtained another son as he was dying. There is nothing you think you have lost. And you've, that you, you have yielded to God that will not come back in multiple fold. Take time out. Submit to God. Work with God. Align with God. In the name of Jesus. 
think it's time to pray. I know that I will not be able to go through this slide. So you can go to yourself. What to submit? Let's take a prayer break. Maka parabos utishta. Melusta paros teke dolushta. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me to yield to you. Hmm. Help me to lay it down. There's something that God is asking of you. You are struggling. You're still struggling with him. Receive grace to lay it down. Because it is in that death that there is life. Hey, it is in your saying yes that opens the door to the next phase of your life. I pray for you and you to pray for yourself. The grace to yield, the grace to submit, the grace to say yes to God, the grace to lay it down. Receive it. Make, may the Lord make it doable. I'm not saying it will be easy, but you'll be able to do it. You'll be able to do it. You'll be able to do it. Grace is poured upon you in the name of Jesus.